Good evening. So tonight is Valentine's Day, uh, but also Ash Wednesday, as you've come prepared for that. And this Ash Wednesday marks the beginning of it. And it has its history etched with ritual and pattern. But uh, tonight, the heading of the service is to tune our hearts. And so one of the analogies is like an orchestra. When they begin to play, they all need to tune their instruments in order to align themselves, in order to create that kind of harmony and beauty. But if you've ever listened to an orchestra tuning, it sounds dissonant and like chaos. But they're aligning themselves. So then they can play that harmony that they've come to. So the question that we're longing tonight is, what does it look like for us to tune our hearts to, God, to align with God? What does that tuning look like? And, and what is it that, that we're listening to that aligns ourselves to? So tonight we want to do that. We want to tune ourselves to God. Uh, tonight, so what we're going to do is we're going to sing so that this idea of being tuned in um, all through Lent, we're going to be singing the song, Come Thou Fount, if you know the song. The song is actually a song that was written um, out of Pentecost, which was the giving of the Holy Spirit. But we're going to be using this song all through Lent. And so tonight is, Tune My Heart. And you'll hear that phrase within this song tonight. So we're going to do that. We're going to have some readings and some prayers, a reading from Psalm 51. And then we're going to have a moment to get ourselves to for the imposition of ashes, to be marked with ashes in the sign of the cross. And all of this is um, embedded with history and tradition within the church to Tunis. And so with that, may we take a deep breath. Allow ourselves to be present in this moment with each other and with God and to be tuned in for what the Lord has for us tonight. So let me pray, and then we're going to sing together, Come Thou Fount, that Marty is going to lead us through. So, so Father, as the great conductor, you have a note that you ring out through all history, and it is consistent, and there is a tone to it. May we hear it, and may we hear that note that calls us home to you. So as we gather, gather among us. We breathe in the reality of your presence. We breathe in the reality of your love. We breathe in the reality of your nearness. You are the God who is not far, but you are near. And we breathe in the reality that we can come home to you. Thank you, God. So again, teach us how to tune, how to align ourselves to you, we pray. Amen. stand and sing.
that work? Good evening, everyone. Oh, that's all right. I'll flip the pages. That's a, a reading from Psalm 51, a Psalm of David regarding the time Nathan the prophet came to him after David had committed adultery with Bathsheba. Have mercy on me, O God, because of your unfailing love. Because of your great compassion, blot out the stain of my sins. Wash me clean from my guilt. Purify, my, purify me from my sin, for I recognize my rebellion. It haunts me day and night. Against you and you alone I have sinned. I have done what is evil in your sight. You will be proved right in what you say, and your judgment against me is just. For I was born a sinner, yes, from the moment my mother conceived me. But you desire honesty from the womb, teaching me wisdom even there. Purify me from my sins, and I will be clean. Wash me, and I will be whiter than snow. Oh, give me back my joy again. You have broken me. Now let me rejoice. Don't keep looking at my sins. Remove the stain of my guilt. 
Create in me a clean heart, O God. Renew a loyal spirit within me. Do not banish me from your presence and don't take your Holy Spirit from me. Restore to me the joy, joy of your salvation and make me willing to obey you. Then I will teach your ways to rebels and they will return to you. Forgive me for shedding blood, O God who saves. Then I will joyfully sing of your forgiveness. Unseal my lips, O Lord, that my mouth may praise you. You do not desire a sacrifice or I would offer one. You do not want a burnt offering. The sacrifice you desire is a broken spirit. You will not reject a broken and repentant heart, O God. For two years, I played contrabass in the orchestra. In eighth and ninth grade in our middle school, I was a part of the orchestra in the big bass that you were able to play. I played it. And for those entirety of those two years, the conductor would get up there and they would play their note. And I believe it was the open A or it was an open E. They played a note, and um, the, the musicians would try to tune to the note. Did anyone else do orchestra uh, playing? Greg, what did you play? Oh, wonderful. And for the entirety of those two years, during that moment where they played that note and all the other musicians were tuning, I had no clue what was happening until 20 years later, it struck me, that's what they were doing. Now, I, I think about that and I laugh, and, and I am not exaggerating. I had no idea what they were listening for. I knew they were turning the things, you know, and so I'm like, oh, this is what you do, and so you just fake it. You know, and, um, and the instrument was in tune enough, I assume. You know, or maybe someone else was, was tuning in, into my, to my instrument. So I, I reflect on that moment, but I just wonder, I, I had wished I had the ability and the knowledge and maybe someone to see me and to be able to say, oh, hey, let's just do this together for a second. Can you hear this? Well, this note's to match it. Let's play with it and match these notes to be playful. I think I could have gotten it but I missed it. I missed it. So when I think that as we even talk about, and this is the same metaphor, to tune our heart to God. What is that? What is it that we're actually listening for? What is it that we're actually trying to tune into? What is that marker? What is the tone? What is that that is reverberating all throughout eternity that we're tuning in to listen to? I think sometimes, and maybe you're like me, 
a majority of us might just try to fake it. <laughs> to be like, wait a minute, what am, I, what am I listening for? And even the sentiment of a day like this on Ash Wednesday, maybe you grew up in a tradition, even like with the psalm that we read in Psalm 51, where the tone of it is, oh, we're tuning in to how maybe how bad we are. Or we're, trying, we're tuning in to that reality, tuning into our own sin, tuning in to give an account in, in that way. But what is it to tune in to God? I'll find my glasses. Oh, there they are. What is the tone that reverberates from God that we tune into? As we sang in that song, tune my heart to sing your grace. This is the text from 1 John 3.16. And it says this, this is how we know love. He laid down his life for us. That's what love looks like. And I believe that is the tone that reverberates through eternity. It's this tone of God's love. It has a shape to it. It's the shape of the cross. But that's the tone. It's this billowing call of God's love. And that shape, which I would say, that tone of it, that nature of it is it's self-giving. What God gives of himself, it's radically forgiving. As we heard in that psalm, it's like, oh, cleanse me, forgive me. The weight of my offenses and all my failures are too much for me. And the shape of God's forgiveness is radically forgiving. Yes. And it's sacrificial. It's a costly love that goes further than we can know. And what would it be like to tune into that? To that kind of love through this season? To hear that call, that billowing call of the one who has created us and tuning us to his love. I believe a part of that sentiment of that billowing call of God that we tune into is this ongoing call that says, come home, return, return to me. In a way, God's saying, I'm your origin. I'm your beginning. I'm your end. And let's spend no day or moments of this life apart. So we want to invite you through this season to say, how do we tune our hearts to God's grace? Over these next 40 days, 47, I guess, or 40, more if you count the Sundays. But we'd say it's in the shape of that, and that's what we're going to come to as we celebrate the resurrection of Jesus, to tune ourselves to God's grace. May we hear it and say yes to it and come home. Tonight, as we come up for the ashes, and I got to say, it was quite an ordeal today. 
I held off to the last minute to pick up my ashes, and they were completely sold out. And typically the ashes are, so on Palm Sunday, you have the palms that you have, you let them dry out, and then you burn those down to ash. But because I'm a good American, I buy the palms, and I later buy the ash. You know, I'm a good consumer. <laughs> so I don't keep the palms. Well, I got too late to it, and I was kind of like, I was getting ready to look up to like, can you use barbecue ash for Ash Wednesday? And I assumed that would be appropriate. Um, but my friend, uh, a pastor in Rochester, is like, I've got some ash for you that he has burned down from the palm branches. So that's the pattern of this. There was the moment of Jesus in his life where he came to Jerusalem and he entered this city. And all who were watching and seeing were expecting something different to happen in this moment as this king comes and rides in on a colt. And they were waving their branches. They were celebrating. They had these branches that they were holding out and they were celebrating. And as we know, as we will celebrate that day on Palm Sunday, uh, it was only a short while after that he steps to the cross. And so that's what these ashes, a part of that, are from. They're from last year's Palm Sunday. So I'm going to take these ashes, and we're going to mix it with a little bit of olive oil. And we're going to spin it, and then we're going to, we're going to mix that together. And then we're each going to receive the mark of the cross on our foreheads with the ash. Tradition has it that we say... Um, from ashes you came, from dust you came, and to dust you'll return. And that just reminds us of the, of, of the short breath of life. There's a short span of it, and it moves quickly. And, and we come here because we want to be in tune with the great love song of humanity, which is the shape, which is Jesus. We want to be in tune with that, and we want to live in that same reality. And any day out of tune with that is a day too long out of tune. And so we remind that of these ashes as we're marked, of the finality and the breadth of life, that we want to be in tune. And so as you receive it, we'll say, from dust you came, to dust you'll return. But if you have a prayer, just be the prayer, Lord, tune me. Let me be in tune with you. Let that be your prayer as you come. We're going to mark the cross upon you as a reminder. That is the shape of love. It is self-giving. It is radically forgiving. And it's sacrificial. And it's marked on us, etched upon us in this season. And so I'm going to mix these. Marty's going to play. And then as you're ready, if you want to just take a moment and just even have a minute just to reflect and to, and to pray, to listen in to that tone of what God is even saying to you, have your prayer for the Lord. Say, Lord, tune me in to you. Tune me into the call. You could even ask in that moment, Oh, Father, what do, you want to, what do you want to say to me right now? Listen to the whisper. And when these are mixed and ready, I'll step. And when you're ready, come on up and we will, we will be marked with the sign and receive the ashes.
Let's pray. Holy Creator, you fashioned us from the dust and called us good, so very good. Your fingerprints remain all over us. Don't let us forget that we come from the earth. We will return to the earth, and every day in between is a gift from you. Gifts aren't meant to be encased in glass boxes and set high on a shelf, lest they show any signs of use. No, you gave us this life in the hopes that we would live it fully, using it up and letting it develop signs of wear and tear, a marvelous patina that proves we have lived. But some days we'd rather be safe and sound where nothing can touch us. It's a beautiful life, but the living can be so hard, God. All along our journeys, we get scraped knees, hurt feelings, missteps, mistakes, unexpected diagnoses, chronic illnesses, losses, broken hearts, painful endings, shattered dreams, phone calls that change our lives in an instant, and lives that don't turn out the way we hoped and planned. As the paths of our lives wander through hills and valleys, as we get caught in the rain and the soles of our shoes wear down, tune our hearts to hear your voice everywhere. If we listen closely, we can hear it now. It's in uncontrollable giggles, bird song at the window, the sizzle of a homemade meal on the stove, the voice of a new friend, and melodies buried deep in our souls. Yes, indeed, it's a beautiful life, not because it's perfect, but because it's real. Journey with us, accompanying us as the path winds. Lift our heads to witness the majesty tucked around every detour. If we look closely, we might see your fingerprints. And if we listen deeply, we just might hear your voice calling us good, so very good. Amen. Precious bleeding side. 
Let us pray. Beloved wanderer, as you leave this place, may you carry your curious heart on your sleeve. May you look for God in every face. May you find the courage to get out of the boat, to run to the tomb, and to speak of your faith. And when the world falls apart, may you hear God's voice deep within saying, Take heart, it is I, be not afraid. You are called, you are blessed, in both your ups and your downs, you always belong to God. Go now in peace, go trusting that good news, amen. <laughs>